that's the easiest time to be patient and then again just stick your feet in the mud and just work right is because you have nothing but time right you have nothing but time just like as we develop as coaches doing something for a longer duration of time and proving results and consistency over a longer duration of time is how you gain credibility you only gain credibility when people with credibility give you credibility Right. So when the guys that are big time in the game point to you and say, yeah, that guy knows what he's doing. Right. That's when you gain credibility. The right people are watching and the right people see when you're doing something well. If you can consistently do things at a high level, um, then most people will see and you'll get the opportunity that you're searching. Fellas, 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 welcome back to the Farm System Podcast, your home for baseball development. We're here for you, by you, and with you. I'm your co-host, Joey Cunha. And I'm Bo Callis. This podcast is designed for coaches, players, scouts, really anyone looking to further their development in the game of baseball. Here at the Farm System, we take pride in being lifelong learners, and we're here to be a bridge from where you are to where you're going. We'd like to welcome back our veteran listeners. We're happy to grow with you again. We'd also like to welcome our first-time listeners, the rookies. Don't worry, every vet was once a rookie. This podcast is brought to you by our partners over at Yakertech. Yakertech is the gold standard for measuring spin rate, velocity, trajectory, and most important, spin axis of a pitched ball. No other system captures such clarity on a moving ball. Learn more about their system at yakertech.com. On this episode, Bo and I sit down and talk about what it's like to be a young coach, advice we have for young coaches, and how you can continue to develop yourself. Pull up a seat, grab your notepad, here's Bo and Joe. Welcome back to another episode of The Farm, Unfiltered. Joey, 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 my man. Excited to be back on the mic with you and, uh, talk some baseball, share some information through the airways to those guys tuning in today. And uh, today I know we're going to turn, uh, peel back the layers a little bit for this episode. And um, why don't you go ahead and share with the listeners the setting that we're <laughs> in right now and um, give them a little bit of context about how we run things here at the farm system. All right. Well, let's be real with you guys. Can we be authentic with you? All right. Thanks for telling us we can. All right. So listen, this is the reality of the farm system. Okay. We just work like a 12 hour day, right? At 108. Um, you know, we both were out of town this weekend. Uh, Bo is actually getting married, uh, this year. So he had some things that, um, you want to kind of talk, well, I'll let you talk into that real quick. Go ahead and tell him what you were doing this weekend. Yeah. So we actually, um, proposed, uh, in May and, uh, we tried to plan the wedding to get married this summer. Uh, couldn't quite do that with the time frame, Um, but we ended up having like a pre-engagement reception. So, uh, took the weekend to get out, visit some family, decompress from, um, you know, the busy work schedule, especially with Bridge the Cap coming up, we've been putting in um, some long hours and, uh, you know, decompressing and getting there and celebrating love, I guess is what we could say. <laughs> Absolutely. And I was out of town, one of our, um, uh, one of our AAA guys who's a nine-year uh, minor leaguer actually just got called up. Um, we got him this off season. He was, it's a great story again, deserves much more than we're going to dive into. Um, but in any case, um, he was released this spring training. Um, he came to us, um, you know, went through a full repattern and, uh, anyways, just got called up to the big leagues this, uh, this last weekend. So we flew out there and watched him play. So, um, he just got back in town. But with that being said, again, we just worked a whole work day, but guess what? 
The, de- the listeners deserve an episode. And so with that being said, um, describing the setting here, Bo's sitting here with a box full of canes. <laughs> I'm sitting here with uh, Taco Bell because, again, we haven't ate probably in the last eight hours. And uh, we're going to be eating, right? But at the same time, knocking out a podcast that I think needs to get done. And um, it's going to have so much value, so much value to the listeners in that way. And we're just going to, you know, again, just keep it 100% authentic like we have from the very beginning. And I think this is the, the greatest part. And again, it gives you guys some behind the scenes of feels and ideas of what it you know looks like to actually be on this side of the mic. And also, again, on this side of uh, player development, obviously coaches, you guys know, um, you know, a lot of you guys on the recruiting trail right now listening to a whole bunch of episodes. Um, you know, this is, this is what it's like, right? It's the same on this side. So, um, anyways, uh, but why don't you go ahead and, uh, kind of talk to the guys through what the ideas that, you know, that we had today and what we want to talk about when it comes, um, into this episode. Yeah. I think that the, um, the inspiration for this episode, we're having a conversation today. Um, Willie and, and I were talking about patience and, um, patience, especially with young coaches. I think that, uh, so often we, uh, try to rush and, and we're in a hurry and we're trying to get to where we need to go and we think we know more than maybe we do. Um, age, is, age isn't necessarily a reflection of, of knowledge. So um, I think that having a, a conversation about youth coaches, um, understanding um, our place in the game and the maturation of knowledge and where we need to go, I think that's something we need to talk about. I think that's something that Joey and I can pro- provide value in. Uh, being young coaches and having coached for you know an extended amount of time even though uh, we are still young sorry guys just (laughs) tearing open my quesadilla at the moment okay so look this is how this is looks you know with that again what we're diving into (laughs) are you dying right now (laughs) oh bo okay so look when we're looking into the again like understanding like the young coach game with that being said, it doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> Bo's still dying. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean just because like this again, uh, knowledge doesn't discriminate. I've said that a couple of different times. Now, with that being said, um, some things do take time to learn, understand, right? And also too, they just have so much complexity too. Um, you know, there is things that take uh, quite a bit of time. And also too, this doesn't mean when we say, you know, young coaches, or even if we, we I think it's more, you know, maybe more like uh, the term like, uh, like a novice coach, right? Or somebody that is, um, you know, it doesn't mean you necessarily have to be young, but you might just be, uh, you know, a beginner when it comes to coaching, right? And so, uh, you know, therefore, with that being said, there's a lot of things that we, there's some takeaways there. And, and the biggest thing is, you know, let's, let's talk about the biggest thing, you know, and coaches that have been in the game for a while. This is things that this would be a great episode too, to push on to uh, some of the youth coaches that you have on your staff or some guys that you know that are getting into coaching is, you know, there's, there's this, I think it's a just the basic human element that affirmation, right? Uh, credibility, right? Um, and, you know, acknowledgement, right? Some of these natural desires that we have uh, when it comes to these natural desires that it comes to when you're in human, right? You want um, the rewarded for your work. You want to be rewarded for what you know. You also want to be acknowledged for what you know or what you've done or what you've contributed, right? Um, and with that, again, there could be a natural um, bind there as a coach, right? That that your hearts are your hearts being pulled different ways. You have all these emotions stirring. Um, and one of the biggest things that I kind of wanted to start this off with and ha- then hand it over to Bo here is that one of the things that John Maxwell says all the time, and I've really, this is a statement that I uh, remind myself all the time, um, and it kind of keeps me straight is that when you're young, everybody's going to think that you, you're worse than you are, 
right? Now, with that being said, when you're old, how it works is when you're old, people are going to give you credit, more credit than probably you deserve, right? So you get a lot of that credibility on the back end. And let's get some context to that is that again, when you're young, a lot of times you don't have credibility, right? So you could have the greatest product, you know, uh, and in business, right? You could have the greatest product. But again, if you have, don't have a whole bunch of reviews or you haven't had a whole bunch of people that have used your product or whatever, you might not be getting, um, you know, maybe you're just before your time, right? And so a lot of times you'll, you might miss some credibility. I mean, let's take Driveline, for example, right? Um, early, you know, there was like five, six years that they were well ahead of their time and weren't getting the credit that they deserved. Um, and, they, you know, and then now uh, with that being said, there's the back end, there's some coaches that again, or even uh, people that have built things like, let's say, um, someone that is a you know great CEO and did some great things early in their company that on the back end, sometimes they get a whole bunch of credit for maybe what the new guys or the new hot shots that are coming in and being innovative in the company. They're getting credit for what uh, the new employees or whatever are coming in. And when you look at that from the standpoint of coaching is sometimes with that, again, when you're young, you might be doing all these innovative things. You might be a big part of the player development on a team. And maybe again, you're getting less credit than maybe you, you honestly deserve, right? Now, with that being said, you know, on the back end, you'll, you know, be older and you'll have some young coach working for you. That's really pushing the envelope and being innovative and all those other things. And people will give you the credit for that, right? That it's your program that look how great uh, your system is. You know, they'll look at that and, and you'll get that, that credibility just because of, you know, you desert it by the time that you put in. But, um, yeah, I'll push it over to you, Bo. But yeah, that's kind of the, the first initial thoughts. Yeah. And kind of building off you there, I think the, the bridging the gap between whether you're getting exposure for having good content, good knowledge as a young coach or whether you're not, the difference between those young coaches that turn, that mature and develop into successful old coaches is just consistency. Just like anything else we do, it's all a process. Whether you're breaking down a swing, changing you know a pattern, whether you're doing anything, just like we, as we develop as coaches, doing something for a longer duration of time and proving results and consistency consistency over a longer duration of time is how you gain credibility. You know, you might you might put in five, ten years before you even do anything, get any exposure, get any credit. That eleventh year, you blow up. Just like um, Jeff Bozos, Amazon. He didn't make a dollar for what, 10, 11 years? In the 12th year, I, I, I don't know the exact number. He's now the richest man in the world, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so sometimes you got to work in the darkness for a long duration of time before you come out to the light and get, and, and get the credibility. And I think that's the toughest thing as a young coach. We want it now. You know, you have to have patience and you have to trust that what you're doing will allow you to be successful down the road. And I think that's where a lot of guys end up getting out of coaching because, one, we all know we don't get paid a lot, right? You're working long hours. You're not getting compensated for the hours. At least we don't think we are. You know, when you're looking at, at, at the uh, the overall big picture, um, a lot of guys have a degree. Sometimes you have a master's degree. You know, I have a master's degree. And um, you feel like you're worth more than you are. But what separates those guys is the guys that are willing to put their feet in the mud and make where they are big time and make the most out of the situa- situation you're in. And when you do that, I think that's when that uh, – that that sprout begins to show uh, further on down the road. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, a big part with that is, look, when you're young, that's the easiest. This is the thing. It should be the easiest time to be patient because you have time, right? Like, think of it like this. If you're a young coach, let's say you're, uh, you know, your grad assistant or, again, your first couple years into coaching. Let's say you're, you know, 22 to... 20, what, seven, let's say that, right? You're pretty, you're still young in your coaching career, right? 22, 27, you're pretty young, right? Let's say that. 
most coaches, let's say big D1 coaches, pretty like older guys, like they're like in their 50s, like late 40s, things like that, right? And that's the, and that's even again that there's guys that are older than that, right? Now, with that being said, let's say you're 22, let's say you're 27. Let's say you coach for the next 10 years, you're 37. Most of those D1 coaches are not even again, they're not even they they haven't got a head job either, right? At 37 years old. So, that's the easiest time to be patient and then again just stick your feet in the mud and just work, right? Is because you have nothing but time, right? You have nothing but time. Like that's the greatest thing. Let's say you're older, right? Let's let's compare this to, um, you know, like you're a major league athlete, right? Let's say you're in double A, right? And you're uh, 30 years old. Your clock is a ticking. You don't got much time, right? You you probably aren't even there. That doesn't even happen that often that there's a double A guy. If you're not uh, at least in double A by the age of like 24, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. There's success stories. Again, we just talked about it with our guy. Just got caught up to the bigs being 31 years old, right? Nine years in the minors, right? It happens, but those, those, those are far and in between, right? So there is a clock. And the same thing with coaching is as guys are getting older, right? They have families, like those things all pursue it, right? You all of a sudden have families, you have all these bills you have to start paying and, you know, life happens, right? So when you're young and you don't have any bills, right? You don't have any bills, you don't have a wife and family yet, right? You can travel around. You can put your feet in the. You have, you have, uh, you don't have to sacrifice as much, right? Because you're younger, right? You have, you don't have all these ties. As you get older, there's more and more ties, right? You can move around. You can go coach here. You can go coach there. You can go. You can bounce around the country. You can do all that, right? As you get older and you get more and more ties and things tying you to certain situations, you can't just hop from job to job, and um, it doesn't look good too in your resume too. If you're, you know. 35 years old and you've been hopping from job to job to job, right? After a while, when you're young, again, that's pretty decently normal, I would say, right? Um, you're just jumping where the opportunities are and you're trying to learn and get exposure um, to the sense like ex- not exposure as in your personal exposure, but exposure to what's out there, right? Different ways to coach, different coaching styles. You're taking in a ton of information. And, you know, that's one thing that I say, again, I'm only 25 years old, right? And I'm about to turn 26, I guess, here in August. But um, even with that being said, one thing I've totally bought into in this over this last year and came to a do, totally different reality uh, or mindset with is that how much time I have and how I just doubled down on being patient. Just be like that double down on being patient because it, that's going to pay. Like that's going to pay off. You don't need, again, I don't need all of this credibility right now, right? And Bo made a great point earlier. This is one thing that um, I was told about credibility too. If, you're trying to gain credibility, right? First off, you've already lost, <laughs> okay? If you're trying to gain credibility, right, by stating your credibility or by putting things out or blah, 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 that's not how you gain credibility. That's, that, that's not how you gain credibility. You only gain credibility when people with credibility give you credibility, right? So when the guys that are big time in the game point to you and say, yeah, that guy knows what he's doing, right? That's when you gain credibility, right? So you need to put your head down and just keep working, right? And the guys that are doing it are going to notice for one, right? And you need to continue to have those conversations, continue to be hungry, continue to do all those things. But it's, you know, when you work, you need to, first off, if you're working for credibility, that why is going to burn out quick, right? If you're not, if you don't have a deep passion and love for what you do, right? 
then you're always going to come up short, right? If you're doing things that get acknowledgement, affirmation, any of those things, that comes up short, right? And that, that has not just to do with baseball. That has to do with life, period, right? So if you're doing things just to, you know, get something out of it um, rather than just like your love and enjoyment for you and it doesn't, you know, when you work, it should be filling your cup on a constant basis, right? And so if you're doing things to just get affirmation and get those little uh, little hits, right? Um, it becomes very, you know, drug-like, right? So, and again, Bo was, uh, again, has got his master's degree when it comes to uh, psychology, right? So I'll let him kind of touch on those things. But I, I think, again, like they can take those same addictive person, um, those addictive uh, qualities and like people do that within their lives just in a different way, you know? Yeah. I think a big piece of that is like working for people, which I've been very lucky to, I guess, I don't know if you consider it lucky, but the people that I've worked under haven't always given me like positive conditioning feedback. They've always pushed me to be better. Um, which that's, I think that's important, which me and Joy are both like this. We're going to give you credit where credit's due. And when you do what's expected, it's just an expectation. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's something that a lot of young coaches are falling into nowadays, especially with um, like the instant gratification of social media and gauging how successful we are as coaches and how successful we are in the player development realm by social media, how many likes we get, how many uh, retweets we get, um, which it's very easy to fall into. I think baseball is a little bit behind as far as um, letting social media influence hirings and influencing this and that and the other, um, which I think that'll come to light in the next couple of years as far as the player, player development uh, system goes. But um, building off of what Joey had said, I think that Gauging credibility off of outside sources as opposed to like the tight knit unit. Um, when I was coaching, I was very fortunate to get opportunities from guys that believed in me at a very young age. And instead of looking at that as a platform to like boost myself, I viewed that as a platform to make the team better. And as the team does better and as you develop more players, you will gain credibility. You know what I mean? The right people will see. That's what we always talk about at 108 is, you know, you can have 50,000 followers on Twitter. Well, if none of them are the right followers, it doesn't really matter, right? The right people are watching and the right people see when you're doing something well. And if you can consistently do things at a high level, um, then those people will see and you'll get the opportunity that you're searching for. And that's a big thing. I mean, um, uh, you'll hear a lot of rappers use the term uh, doing things for the clout, right? And Doing things for the cloud, if you don't understand uh, what that, you know, what that really means, right, is that a lot of times what guys are you're doing things is they're trying to get, uh, they want to boost themselves, like like Bo is saying, right? Um, and so when, you know, when they do that and, and guys are you know, putting out a whole bunch of information or something like that, is that a lot of times guys are trying to gain um, you know, power, right. Or understanding like would they want to gain, um, you know, this platform, right. And boost themselves. But what gives you those things? It's like, it's like a cheap way to try to gain what other coaches have done, right? There is no shortcut, right? To credibility. There is no shortcut to where someone has gotten, right? Things take time, right? So, um, one of the analogies that I use when I talk about, you know, uh, bleak all the time, let's use mean bleak's relationship, for example, right? I don't know if you guys know this too. If you, um, so what they, it's an old, uh, like fisherman's trick, right? Is that what they would do is let's say you're catching crabs, right? And when you're getting crabs, what you do is like, let's say you throw one crab in a bucket, right? If you throw one crab in the bucket, 
The crab would just crawl its way out, get its way out, boom, hops out the bucket, boom, back in the water, right? What they learned is that if you threw two crabs in the bucket, right, they won't let, what happens with the crabs is one crab goes to crawl out and the other crab will grab the other crab and pull it back down to boost itself back up so he could try to get out. But then what does the other crab do? Grabs him, grabs him, grabs him. So they keep each other in the bucket if you throw two crabs in the bucket, right? So this is, this is the difference on that. And that's what a lot of coaches do, right? That's what a lot of guys do are pulling on each other, trying to boost themselves up. Right. Um, and, um, it's that, it's that old saying, what's that old saying? It's like, it's like, there's, there's two ways to have the tallest building in town, right? I can destroy all the other buildings in town, right? Or I can build mine the highest, right? And there's, there's, there's two ways to do that. And so I think with that being said is that, you know, one, one thing that I've, I've talked about with, you know, you coming in off of like 108, right? Is that when I came to 108, and most coaches should take this again, like let's say I'm coming in, I'm the assistant coach, the head coach is Eugene, right? When I come in, I don't look to be the second crab in the bucket and just pull Eugene back, right? And just go, no, look where I'm smarter, look where I'm different than him, look where I'm this, 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 right? And a lot of coaches try to do that by, again, pulling down the smart people, the people with credibility, and dismantling, again, knocking down their building so that their building can look the tallest, Right? And when we do that, we don't, we don't, again, all, uh, what is it? It's like um, rising tides, you know, raises all boats or something like that, right? So with that same set, that same mindset there is instead what I do is I use the platform that Eugene has already built, right? The credibility that Eugene already has, I utilize that and I look to stand on his shoulders, not to break him down because then I'm twice as tall right? I go to look, I look to stand on top of what he's already built, not just uh, try to dismantle his and then build my own. Right. And so with that, you know, we're going to get a lot further. And also too, um, I'm going to gain a lot more knowledge by coming in and trying to understand again, how he's gotten to where he's, he, he is, why he believes what he believes, right? Why he's so passionate about what he he's passionate about. And then understand those things. And then, yeah, add my little twist or again, be an addition towards what he's already done, not dismantle his whole thing and build my own. Right. And because of that, you know, we're going to move twice as fast, twice as far. We're all pulling the rope in the same direction. Right. And that, and when that happens, look, this is the thing. Um, I give Eugene credibility, right. By again, stating and being that other voice, uh, of saying all the things that he's done and, um, where he is and what he's achieved and all these great things. And also too, somebody with credibility like Eugene that already has a foundation. What does he do? He points back at me talking about all the credibility because again, I'm, um, we're, we're, we're pulling the rope in the same direction and understanding that way. Right. And you guys should be the same way with, uh, your coaches as well. Right. Is that you want to, you want to go to them and again, not tear them down. You want to stand on the foundation that they've already built. Right. Um, you guys are going to get a lot further that way. Right. And you want to build and be an addition to those things. Um, so that, 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 you know, is a big, you know, again, a different mindset than a lot of guys are on for sure. Yeah. And just to add a little bit there to what you were saying, Joey, uh, as a young coach, I still think it's still important to know your worth and to understand the guys that you're working for. Uh, I, I was very fortunate. And like Joey said, he's, we've had mentors that have allowed us to have the freedom allowed us to, to use our skills and our assets and to gain credi- credibility through their own credibility. And, and not, not every opportunity is a great opportunity, um, especially as a young coach. And build off what you said earlier, Joey, I don't know if you guys have seen Catch, Catch Me If You Can with um, Leonardo DiCaprio, but there's a speech that um, I often refer to when people are talking about 
like being young and going through the struggle and um, they feel like other people are getting more ahead, even though they're the same age. And, and the quote goes like this, two little mice fell into a bucket of cream. The first mouse quickly gave up and drowned. The second mouse wouldn't quit. He struggled so hard that eventually he churned the cream into butter and crawled out. Gentlemen, as of this moment, I am that second mouse. And I think this is important to remember. It's it's like a humble reminder that like success lies in the struggle and in your ability to never give up, which I'm sure you, you know, those older coaches that are at those division ones, they may not be the smartest. They might not know the most, but they work the hardest and they were the most consistent. And that's what gives guys credibility, especially in those moments of like turmoil and, and hardship. Um, and if you're fortunate enough to get a good opportunity like Joey and I now, then you capitalize and you can kind of speed up that process. But with the game of coaching, sometimes that's like a longer duration, a longer, longer tenure of time. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. And like Bo was saying, look, this is the thing. All of those things that I'm talking about and I mentioned before all work, like Bo was saying, but it starts with the foundation that if you show me where your men- who your mentor is, I'll tell you where you're going to be in five years. Right. If you show me the five people that are closest around you, your closest five friends, right? That's going to be a very high projection of where you're going to be in five years. Right. And if you're always around, like that was the biggest thing is not only, um, you know, first off, the biggest thing for me, and this is, I would tell you guys to do the same in this situation is that if you can get into a situation and let's say you want to, I don't care what you want to do. Let's say, uh, we'll stick with baseball for now, but again, I don't care if you wanted to be, um, podcast host, right? If you want to do that, right? Imagine how large something would become if it was not a side hobby, but the main thing you thought about all day long, right? So like a biggest move for me when it came to baseball was I got into a space where all day long I'm focused on player development, not coaching, right? Not just coaching, right? That's part of it, but it's a different branch that all I'm thinking about is how we can get people places faster, right? And that's my job all day long. How do I get them there faster, 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 right? And um, there's some things that just take more time and there, you know, there might not be a better way, but always in my head, I always think that there's a better way to do something. How do we optimize this, right? That's step one. Now, the other thing again, is I got myself in a situation where I work with my mentor every day, every day I'm with my mentor every day, majority of the day, right? Now, with that being said, does that mean that, you know, um, Bleak might be a mentor in one area of my life, right? I ha- I might have a spiritual mentor as well, right? I might have a uh, mentor for, um, you know, uh, uh, something else, right? Like, let's say, again, podcast men- mentor, like Sheets, right? That's a mentor that's been, you know, again, shout out to him for just getting that job, by the way. Absolutely awesome. So shout out to Sheets for that. But um, again, like, I might have a, a mentor when it comes to these different areas in your life. And this is the thing. Don't, you don't have to necessarily have one mentor that does, you know, all of these areas of your life, right? You might have a mentor for how to be a good father, how to be a good husband, right? Like all of those things and have those people that you can reach out to. But when it came into that area, right? Like I work with my mentor every single day. And also too, I have some really sharp people around me on a constant basis, right? So they're constantly sharpening me and I'm sharpening them. Right. Again, you guys have heard Mitch on the podcast. You know, we got, you know, Will here, right? We had Wes that worked for here for, for a while. We got Casey, you know, Bo, uh, Eugene, right? We got uh, Pozos, you know, we got, um, who am I missing here? Right. We got, you know, yeah, the, all, all of our interns are freaking bright. You know, we got Scott uh, and we got 
um, Pacheco. We also got uh, Keese. Like we have, we have all Rudy, right? We have all these guys that are real sharp guys in what they do. And we're always, again, throwing around ideas and figuring out how we can be better. We also, too, uh, um, you know, guys with marketing, right? We have outside guys that we pay third party for marketing that are very sharp, right? Um, so again, and for that, um, by the way, too, coaches, if you guys don't know Matt Morse, again, shout out to him. He is a superstar when it comes to marketing. Um, he's worked with Deg, Zach, DeCant, uh, Zach DeCant, um, and also uh, Eugene as well um, when it comes to their books and all kinds. Of, I mean, he's uh, done much more coaches than that as well. But just again, off the top of there, like he's a, a great guy. If again, you're trying to get into uh, marketing or understand a lot of those things that, you know, I would, I would shadow his actions, right? He does a lot of great things. Um, so again, let's, you know, thinking with that again is being around your mentor. And that's what uh, like a real internship supposed to be about, right? Is getting around an environment that you want to be around, right? Understanding how that works and also building, um, you know, using that credibility that, that, um, that someone's already done. Because this is one thing I'll tell you as well, is that I'm sure you can ask any, you know, coach that is, you know, far and beyond from his, his start. If he didn't look back and go, wow, it was much harder than I originally thought it was going to be. Like they're crazy. I, I think this is the thing. I think walking into the great thing about being young is like when you walk in that, that naiveness that you have, ignorance. yeah, that ignorance is what keeps you going, right? If you knew how much it was actually going to take before you did it, you probably wouldn't even start. It would look like Mount Everest. You're like, oh my God, I've been walking for freaking three weeks. And I was not even halfway. Like, oh my God. Right. So that's what, um, you know, really is in that, in that standpoint is that, and also too, it's not just linear progression, right? You're not just getting better and better and better and better and better. Right. Um, there, you know, there's pitfalls, right? You go up and down, right? Hopefully you're, you're still on a upward trajectory. But with that being said, like, you know, it's not just a straight shot, right? You're not going to just get better. You're going to, you're going to fail. You're going to go, you're going to try things. You're going to realize where you're not good, where you, you know, what you did well, what you didn't do well, you know, something that somebody taught you when you were younger and it's been a, you know, a pillar in your life and you're realize that, you know, maybe you're wrong. Right. And so, I think that's a big thing is understanding those things and continuing to keep your mind open and, and seeing situations as a beginner, right? Um, and expressing those in those in those ways. But I think that's a really important, you know, thing to keep in mind as you know, as a, as a younger coach. Yeah, and you you kind of dove into what I was going to say there as far as mentorship goes, and um, obviously as we get towards the end here, Joey, I want you to answer this before I do. But um, for those young guys too, and obviously we are still young. Um, you have quite a bit of experience doing the the general manager regional regional manager thing with Planet Fitness. Um, what's your biggest takeaway and biggest piece of advice for that young coach that's maybe just getting into the game um, as you reflect back on your journey? Yeah, um, one thing that I think you need to do as a coach, um, and anybody that knows me kind of knows that I'm always willing to address the elephant in the room, right? And one thing you got to be mindful of: don't hide right or don't try to hide that you're young you're young and that's okay that's something to be proud of that you're young right that you are in the position that you are at whatever age you're at right and my main advice would be there is that you understand and have okay look your ability to grow is based on your ability to self-assess right and if that's with that being said you need to know how other people are perceiving you right and so one thing that I, again, like when I was a regional, when I was a regional for Planet Fitness, right? Most of my GMs were like 15 years older than me, okay? 
Now, when I went to talk to them, and most of them had been in the organization much longer than I have, years and years more experience than I did, right, when I became the regional. So when I walked in, I didn't go, um, you know, no, I have more experience than you guys. I've operated longer than you guys. I'm smarter than all you guys and all that stuff. Yeah, that, that wouldn't have lasted long, right? I wouldn't have had the success that I did with the, with the organization. What I did is I walked into these organizations, the guys that have been there way longer than me, and I said, look, we're all part of a team, right? We're all part of a team. And this is what it is. Your role is no less important than my role. We're all equally important. I don't have a job if you don't, you know, if, if you weren't there doing what you do, then my job is pointless. And if I wasn't, again, and therefore back and forth, right? Now, with that also being said, you have experience that I don't have. You've been working here longer. You know how things operate. You have a better idea of your target audience. You have a better idea of, you know, what happens in this area with this environment, with this culture, right? With all those things, right? And the same thing happens for any school, um, you know, with any town, with any, um, you know, knowing how to uh, navigate through administrations, all of those things, right? Someone might have a lot more experience. And I tell them, I'm going to lean on you for that, right? I tell them that I value what you bring to the table and I'm going to lean on you for that, right? Now, I'm also going to tell them too is like, look, your role is to do what you do. My role is to be that rising tide. My role is to make sure that you have everything you need to do your job well. That's my role, right? And to steer us in directions and again, adjust the sails with the wind. Now, also with that being said, I also always address that my age, right? This is the thing. Look, I've absolutely, you know, I've had some success at a, at a younger age, right? I've done some things, you know, we have, you know, I'm leading the second most powerful region in the United States, right? When at the time when I was with Planet Fitness now, and we're, and we're doing very well. Now, with that being said, I've had some success at a younger age, but it doesn't mean that I know everything, <laughs> right? Um, just because somebody's right doesn't mean that they're right all the time. And just because somebody's wrong, right? For uh, in some situation doesn't mean that they're wrong all the time. Right. So when you take that, I tell them like, look, there's other things in my life that you're going to have much more experience with than I am with, you know, dealing with situations. Maybe you've dealt with things before. And I'm also going to lean on you when those situations come up. Right. So let's address that, you know, and I know that I'm young. Okay. And let's, let's address that. You and I both know that there's areas that in my life that I lack experience because I just haven't been on earth long enough. Right. So let's just address that. Now, with that being said, there is some value that I feel like I bring to the table. And there's some things that I feel like, you know, that again, we could lead in the right direction and we can do these things. Right. So again, like tying this back into who you are as, as a coach and the advice I give to coaches is be authentic, understand how you're being perceived. Right. And address those perceptions to the ones around you so that they, you might know, but let them know that, you know, <laughs> let them know that you understand what it, you know, again, how they, how you, that you understand how it could be perceived, how you understand the situation. And that again, you value them, right. And you value their experience and you value what they bring to the table. And that is a very like huge piece. And that's what I would say for young coaches. When you guys walk into situations is that, you know, again, know what you're worth, like Bo's saying, right. But also to know what the people around you are worth as well. And, you know, understand that and then utilize them um, for the strengths that they have. How about you, Bo? What were you going to add? No, that's good. Um, just building off of what you had said there, uh, biggest pieces of advice as I look back on my coaching career, um, first and foremost, I think you have to find a good mentor. Uh, we touched on that several times throughout this thing. I also think it's important to remember that the good mentor does might not be somebody that's old, might not be somebody that's um, had, quote-unquote, the most experience on paper. 
Um, I think it's finding information that you want and specializing in a certain area that you want to. Um, you know, it's good when you are uh, have a wide variety of understanding on things. It makes you more like, like a butter knife, which we all like to be a butter knife one day. But as a young coach, I think it's important to find somebody um, within your niche and within your uh, area of expertise if you would like. Um, I also think it's important to understand where you want to go, where you want this coaching thing to be, and mapping out the road plan of how to get there. And then being patient, like we had mentioned throughout this entirety of the thing, is that it's a process. It's going to be a long road. Um, people that are in coaching understand how it works. You're not here because you're going to be successful overnight. There's going to be a lot of long days, uh, a lot of low pay, and, and a lot of things that go without uh, getting credit or um, necessarily being noticed for it. So just understanding that and understanding that where you want to go is going to take time and um, having somebody that you can check in with along the way will, uh, uh, can definitely speed up that process for you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, again, another uh, thing, again, that's uh, this is a perfect episode for what we're talking about. Not only, um, you know, we talk about, you know, player development, but at the same time, too, you can't develop players if you don't develop yourself. And that's what the podcast is here to do in the first place. So, again, we, we you know, uh, yearn to be that resource for you guys. And that's why, again, we've created uh, the free resources that we did. And we, again, we continue to put out all the podcasts and spend the time like we do even after long days that we continue and have a uh, deep desire to continue to push the game forward and help coaches, right? That's why we're here. So, um, again, um, we love and appreciate you guys. Um, if you guys could, anytime you guys rate us on, on uh, when it comes to the podcast on iTunes, it's huge, right? That's absolutely huge. It helps other coaches find us and helps them develop. Anytime you guys share on social media, letting people know what you're listening to. Again, this is a great episode. We'd love for you guys to share with a young coach, right? Or someone that's just getting into it and trying to wrap their head around a lot of these things and want some of that affirmation. Um, this is a great episode for that. So I appreciate you guys sharing those. And again, if you guys, anytime you guys share us on social media, Bo and I are quick to give you some love and give you a shout as well. Um, so I appreciate you guys on that side. Also visit the, uh, the system.farm. Like I mentioned before resources. Also we got uh, shirts, hats, once you guys look like you're part of the team, let's go ahead and jump onto, on, onto those things as well. But from us and our partners over at Yakutech, until next time, farm system out.